Parak Dalad Mishnahay. Today we complete Nesachta Bikurim, an entire Seder's Ram. Really, really wonderful accomplishment. We started back on November 9th, 2020, when we first started with the first Nesachta, Nesachta Brachos in Seder's Ram. And now, just over a year later, we're completing the entire Seder, which is 11 Nesachtas, Brachos, Peyad, Mai, Klaim, Shvius, Trumas, Maisus, Mashashini, Chala, Arlam, Bikurim. And you'll see in the email, but I'll give you a sneak peek, we did a total of 11 Mesechtas, 75 Prakim, 655 Mishnayos, over the course of 342 days, which was a total of 56 hours. So that's just two, just two days and eight hours. If we were to just do this all you know, in one shot, it'd be two days and eight hours of non-stop Torah learning to complete our years plus of accomplishments. So really, really special. Mal stuff to everybody. And tomorrow, God willing, we'll start with the next Seder, Seder Nezikin. And we are currently halfway through Shas, the sixth Sedarim. So we've got three under our belt. We did Seder Moe together. We did Seder Nashim together. And now Zeram will be completed. So, here we go. It says Mishnah, hey, Ketzad Enay Shova Lo La'anashim V'lo La'anashim. How is this a Jeroganus? Not compared not to a man, nor to a woman, says the Mishnah. In Sarfin Truma Altumas Zivaso. So if he has an emission from his body, if he sees just a white emission or just a red emission alone, and then he touches Truma, so we don't burn that Truma as if it's Tame. Because since his Tuma is a Suffolk, we're not going to burn the Truma out of Suffolk. However, if he saw an emission that was both Loban Ve'od and white and red Ke'echa together, then we'll deem the truma as if it's tame, and we'll burn the truma. Because either way, then it's going to be tame. We'll have to burn the truma that he touches. Excuse me. So even even if he sees white and red together, and then he enters into the base of mikdash, he's not liable. One's not allowed to enter the base of Mikdash in the state of Tumah. He would not be liable. Why? Because it says with regards to Shiluach Tumah, I'm sending out those that are coming from the base of Mikdash. It says, Mizachar Ad Nekeva. From male to female, you send out. So, a Zachar Vadev and Keva Vadaz, a certain man and a certain female that's Tumah, that enter the base of Mikdash, they transgress this love, this Avera. Avalo Androgadish, not an Androgadish. Shehuz Safik Zachar, Safik Nekeva, he's a doubt. He's not really in the category of a certain Zachar or a certain Nekeva, he's a doubt. Maybe he's a man, maybe he's a woman. So, he would not be liable. Vain Chayav and Allah, he's not going to be liable and enter the base of Mikdash in the state of Tumah. Vain Nimgar Be'evid Ivri Lo Ka'anashim. So he cannot be sold to the Evid Ivri, not like uh, men, not like women. Meaning, the Pasuk in the Torah says, He'll be sold for his Geneva. If someone steals something, and he's got no money. So he's sold as a servant to pay up for his Geneva. For his Geneva, not for her Geneva. Meaning, a man can be sold if he stole an item and he can't repay it. He, he can be sold so that he can work and, um, you know, get that money to pay back that which you stole. But a woman is not sold for her Geneva. And androgynous, maybe he's a woman, maybe he's not. So he would not be sold as an Eved for the Geneva that he did. So normally a father is permitted to sell his daughter, who's a Katana, as an Amma, as a maidservant. However, a father does not sell his son as a servant. Now this androgynous, since he's a suffix zahar, maybe he's a boy, maybe he's a girl, therefore the fa- his father cannot sell him as an amma, as a maidservant. 
With regards to the parsha of Erechim, we're looking at the value of a person. He's not going to fall in this, into, this, into this category, not like men and not like women. Because it says in the parsha of Erechim, The value of a male, from 20 to 60 years old, the value is 50 silver shekel. And a keva, the value is 30 shekel. And if from 5 to 20 years old, the value of a male is 20 shekel, the value of a female is 10 shekel. So with regards to Erechim, the Torah of Erechim is not applicable uh, unless the person's a vanadai zachar, a certain male, or a certain female. Lahotzian drogonist, this excludes an androgonist, since he's a suffix zachar, suffix nekeva, he's not fallen to the parsha of Erechim. If one says, Behold, I am an Azir. This guy's standing in the street, and he says, You know what? Look at that person over there. He's pointing to an androgynous. And he says, Behold, I am an Azir. If that androgynous over there is not a man, not a woman. So then, Nazir, the condition of the Tanai is effective. Why? Because what was this Tanai? I'm making, I'm, I'm going to be a Nazir if that fellow over there is not a Ish, not a man, and not a Ish, not a woman. He's Takanat. He's an androgynous. He's not a full fledged man. He's not a full fledged woman. Someone who makes this kind of tonight, this kind of condition, will be fulfilled. In this scenario, this fellow will be a Nazir. Abiyosi says, Androgynous barrier between Atmahu. Says Abiyosi, an androgynous is a barrier, as a creation in and of itself. He's a man or if he's a woman. So, some explain that Abiyosi is coming to tell us that an androgynous actually has three sveikos. Suffolk, whether he's a man. Suffolk, whether he's a woman. And Suffolk, whether he's a barrier between Asma, Suffolk, whether he's his own creation. Whereas the Tanakama holds, there's only two Sveikas over here. Suffolk, if he's a man, Suffolk, if he's a woman. That's the, uh, the Rosh's explanation. And the Tosas explained that, Tosas actually explained that Rebiosi is not going to argue on Tanakama. Rather, he's just coming to explain the Tanakama. Shandrogonus barrier between Asma, who? And Androgonus is a barrier between Asma. Meaning, bury a mom. He's not his. He's not really a, his own creation. Ella, he's a barrier. He's a creation. She, he's suffix zacher, suffix nekeva. He's a creation that is a suffix of a nekeva, suffix of a zacher. Because a chum cannot discern on him what he is, man or woman. So according to Tosfos, uh, Rabbi is not coming to argue on the chamim, but he's just coming to explain the chachamim. According to the Rash, the Rabbi is going to argue. Rabbi holds there's three sveikos. Chum holds there's two sveikos. According to Tosfos, no, Rabbi is only going to come and explain the Chavim that yes, it's two Sveikos, whether he's a man, whether he's a woman. And Rabbi is just going to come and explain the opinion of the Chavim. And the Mishnah concludes, Apple Tumtum, but a Tumtum ain't okay, is not so. Papam Shu Ish, sometimes he's a man. Papam Shu Isha, sometimes he's a woman. Meaning a Tumtum is either a certain Zachar or a certain Nikeva. What is a Tumtum? Tumtum is an individual where the Aver is covered up and we can't see what's beneath the skin. However, we know that he's either a man or a woman. It's a suffolk that we could find out. Whereas an androgynous, he's a suffolk la'olam. He's always a suffolk. Because the chachamam cannot be machriya. What is this guy? Is he a zahar or is he a nekeva? It's important to see the difference between, between the tumtum and between the androgynous. And even according to the rash we mentioned earlier, the explanation is that a tumtum ain't no suffolk bari abifne asma. He's not a suffolk of whether he's his own creation or not. He's either a man or a woman. It's a subject that we can find out. It's just the skin is covering up the air, but we don't know what is there. Whereas an androgynous, androgynous has the simonim of a zecher and the simonim of a nekeva. And therefore, he's a suffolk that will never know what he is. So it's important to note the differences between a tumtum and an androgynous. Salach masach to be kurim, hajalach seder zram, mazel tov, mazel tov.